The Sport Industry Access Podcast, episode 114. What does it take to pursue a career as a professional freestyle footballer? Welcome to another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who will inspire and encourage you to be the best you can be in your day-to-day life, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in the football industry. So I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Ben Nuttall. Ben is a professional freestyle footballer and a multi-Guinness world record holder, where he specialises in showcasing extreme football skills all over the world. Also, he has worked with iconic brands such as Match the Day, and he's even starred in Adidas's advertisement campaign. I cannot express how interested I am about Ben's sports career journey, and it's great to have him on the show. That's when today's episode, Ben will share his sports career journey and explain to you what it takes to pursue a career as a professional freestyle footballer. Ben, it's great to have you on the show. Please can you share your sports career journey to listeners? When did it all start? Yeah, so uh, it all started back in 2013. Um, I was was playing football at a young age. Um, I was playing for uh, the Birmingham City Youth Academy. Um, and I, I got injured quite badly, um, and I, a bit like I got released, uh, from the club and it was, a it was a hard time for me. Um, but on my recovery, I came across a freestyle football video on YouTube, um, of the world champion at the time called Andrew Henderson. Um, and yeah, it changed my life. That was it. I just wanted to do everything he could do. Um, so when in my, in my garden, practicing um you know hours after hours of trying to do these tricks he did but I it was harder than I thought um but I just kept going kept going uh for uh, months years um and then yeah here we are right before we talk about the work you're doing now could you go in a little bit more detail with regards to the dedication after that release you had at that football club yeah basically i basically just tried um a load of tricks i saw in that video but um couldn't i uh, couldn't do them they <laughs> too hard uh, so then i took a step back and then kind of realized i need to start with the basics so i watched uh, loads of youtube tutorials um of basic tricks uh, just stuff like uh, basic kick-ups um and like getting my control in and stuff like that and then progressing on some tricks such as around the world, um, hop the world and capture the ball in the neck, that type of thing. Um, and yeah, it was just literally like hours of trying the same trick over and over again. And I'd get it once, um, you know, be really happy. And then I'd try and get it again and again and again. 
and then if I'd say I did a trick, um, if I if I got the trick, I'd try do it again on my weak foot. And yeah, it's just it's just hard work. That's it. Um, you know, hours spent in my garden, um, in the rain or on on the street, uh, in the park, um, all that type of thing. So when was the moment when you wanted to put these tricks into practice from a competition environment? Can you remember that? Uh, yeah. So it wasn't. I just literally started for fun. I didn't realise there was uh, competitions involved or anything like that. But I was reaching a level. I my I was kind of making it a bit of a name for myself, um, especially in in the UK. So I yeah, the the first competition I entered was um, UK and Ireland freestyle football championships, um, and it was in Bournemouth, and it was on a beach, and it was windy and rainy. It, it was the worst like conditions really for a, a competition. But yeah, I thought I'd give it a go. I I trained hard for it. I didn't really know what to expect. Yeah, I just remember I got through the qualifiers and I qualified for the pros' main event. So it was the top 16 professionals in the country. I got through the top 16. I beat my opponent. And then in the quarterfinals for the, for the top eight, I actually came across, I came up against that guy I told you about who um, whose video inspired me to start, Andrew Henderson. Uh, I came up against him like five-time world champion and yeah, he, he destroyed me. <laughs> Just reflecting really quickly, how important is it to have like role models in the work you do to inspire you to keep going? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, if you like what I used to do is look at what they were doing, analyse, like I'd have like five people I'd uh, look up to um, and then I'd analyse their tricks um, and take a bit, not copy, but not copy someone completely but take a bit from one person what I like from them um take a bit from another person and then once you put that all together uh you know it's um it becomes like one and it's you know you you have um a lot of good elements that comes into one masterpiece I find this chat so far really interesting just looking at sport or especially football as a bigger picture how have you seen football develop in your opinion from the last five years um uh, to be honest with you, I haven't really been keeping up with the, the football world. I think it has developed with, obviously, more sponsors and that type of thing. But especially as well, I think freestyle has massively developed over the freestyle football itself is over the, over the last um, five, ten years. Like, like, I think ten years ago, if, if no one really knew what it was, and now... You know, you you ask a kid and they'll probably know it. And a lot of most a lot of people know it now. And that is also down to um, brands backing it and um, that type of thing. A lot of more more like you'll see for instance adverts, you know, with sponsorships, all that type of thing. Absolutely. And it's something I just wanted to highlight on the show. Can you remember, Ben, when you realised going, hold on a minute, I'm doing this hard work. This could be a career slash business. Could you go in a bit more detail when that sort of penny dropped, if that makes sense? Yeah. Um, so interestingly for me, Actually, it's, it's uh, kind of weird. Um, my uncle, uh, he's like um, a juggler, but with like his hands. So he's like an entertainer. Um, so he's been doing that for like, I don't know, like 20 years, like professionally. So he, he makes his living out of, um, you know, entertainment, like in the entertainment world. Um, so doing live performances, at events and that type of thing. So I kind of always knew that it could be done, but I never really like went into it um and experienced it but 
the first time I remember, I think I was 15 years old and uh, I got offered to do um, a small performance at a, at a local football club for their like awards evening uh, presentation ceremony thing. Um, and I didn't really think much of it. I just thought, you know, I'd, brilliant. I'd go there and do my show and that would be it. But um, yeah, it was, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I got like a massive buzz out of um, performing for this crowd and like the adrenaline was just through the roof. And then I realized like, wow, like the, the skills is only one part of it. Then, you know, there's a business side as well. And I really wanted to um, go into this. Could you go in a bit more detail with that process? Like, because like anything, we always enjoy the skill side or like the passion of what we do. But when was the moment when you go, right, got to get the education going from a business understanding so it can be a reality of earning and living in the work you do now? Yeah, so as I said, I started with that show. Um, and uh, like uh, performance leads to more performances because that when I was there, people asking, oh, can you do my kids' birthday party where I was giving out business cards? Um, and then, yeah, it just um, basically grew and grew and I was getting more experience with like doing the business side of it. And then um, I had some like big brands kind of spot me. Uh, so like the likes of Adidas, um, Manchester United. So I do performances at their uh, Adidas, for, like for the Adidas stores um, and for the Man United matches. Um, and then, yeah, I kind of realized like this is like quite big. Um, so I, you know, I kept doing these type of things, events and stuff. Um, and I, I re realized, you know, I really want to make this work. So um, I decided to go full time into Freestyle and give all my time and energy into it. Just really quickly, I'm a big Man United fan. So could you just explain the experience that time at Manchester United doing the tricks? I assume, was it like at half time? Uh, yeah, before the game, half time. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was really, really uh, surreal. Uh, you know, I was kind of just doing. Tr I just do tricks in my garden, and then I'm just kind of doing the same thing, just going out and doing tricks again. But I'm looking up, and I'm you know, it's looking at the Man United sign and you know, big lights. Um, it, yeah, it was the first time I did. Like it was a, a Champions League uh, match against I think it was Benfica. Um, and again, that was with some of my, I was performing alongside some of my, you know, the guys I used to idolize, uh, like John Farmworth and people like that. Um, and yeah, I was literally like coming, um, from school, straight from school on the train in my school uniform and then, yeah, just getting changed and like, get, well, getting changed and then, um, yeah, doing the show and going home and going to school the next day. <laughs> Out of interest, I have to ask this, how do you cope under the pressure with all the fans watching you at the time, reflecting? Think of it like that. It, it, it kind of seems quite daunting and stuff, but I never I never usually, I just, I didn't think of it like that. I just literally used to go out and do tricks on my ball. Like what I, it's literally second nature to me. And I don't know, it never really, it, I had more like, it was more exciting, had more adrenaline than like nerves. Just going back to the work you're doing now, could you explain to listeners the type of services you provide? Yeah, so I do... There's two parts to it, really. I do events and commercials. So the events, it's I do basically all type of events, literally from kids' birthday parties all the way up to massive global, you know, major sporting events. So that, you know, I can do corporate events. I do um, like coaching, like workshops. Um, um, 
I don't know, like charity events, bar mitzvahs, um, literally any event you can think of, I'll do it. Um, and then on the other side, you've got more recently in freestyle, I think you've got um, the commercial side to it. So, um, you know, um, doing, you know, TV adverts, um, working with brands on social media, on their, you know, campaigns, um, that type of thing. So, you know, let's say um, Adidas wanted a football freestyler to do some tricks for their advert on TV. Um, you know, they'd hire a freestyler, and that's the type of thing I'm trying to get into more at the moment um, and increase my commercial work because uh, it's only recently that started to um, come up for freestylers. So, yeah, that's, that's the type of thing I do. That is awesome. Out of interest, what have you been up to recently? Yeah, recently, obviously, we had the World Cup uh, in the summer. So that was massive, like, um, because there's just so many events, um, so many commercials around the World Cup. It's like the busiest time for a, a freestyler. So I've been, I was in, I did, well, I did uh, the Champions League final in Kiev in the Ukraine. I performed at that. Um, it was for the Liverpool versus Real Madrid match. Um, and yeah, it was it was good. We met. Uh, you were talking to Gary Lineker, um, Dua Lipa, and uh, people like that. And then yeah, that uh, that was in May. And then in the summer, uh, I was doing performances in uh, Portugal, um, Cyprus. Um, where else? Well, yeah, perform. Well, I was doing performances there. And then in Prague, in the Czech Republic, um, we had the World Freestyle Football Championships. Um, so I was representing the UK, um, and then, and then, yeah. So and then in September, most recently, there was um, the UK Freestyle Football Championships. Uh, so you know all the top uh, professionals in in the UK and Ireland. Um, basically, it was the main competition that was organised by again Andrew Henderson and uh, a Premier League footballer who plays for Leicester, Christian Fuchs. Um, so yeah, I was uh, I got to. Um, yeah, I came second in England overall in that. Um, and then, yeah, uh, literally, I think on Thursday, uh, two days from now, I am going to Paris for an event there. Wow, I'm just literally blown away. I'm, I'm just finding this so interesting. Just Ben, just on a personal note, what have you enjoyed the most from your career reflecting now? Yeah, that's a, that's a tricky one. I think uh, the Champions League final was a really good experience for me. Um, but I think... I think um, when I when I broke the um, my Guinness World Records, that was um, that was a really big achievement for me. Um, but also, you know, I am proud of the fact that I can inspire kids all around the world um, to take a freestyle or to take whatever it is to take up a healthy, active lifestyle. Just quickly, what did you do with regards to the Guinness World Record? Yeah, so I bro- I broke two. Um, one was basically the most kick-ups with a rugby ball. Uh, the record was 60, I think. I got um, 187. Um, and the other one, it's a bit more technical uh, to describe to you um, without showing. It's basically, uh, if I, it was with the help of another friend, another freestyle, another friend of mine. Um, so there's two of us. So uh, if I catch the ball on my neck, flick it to you, and you catch it on your neck, that's called a neck pass. That's one neck pass. Um, and basically, it was most of them in a minute, so 60 seconds. Uh, again, I think the record is something like 20. Uh, we got um, 41. Wow. 
Look, Ben, I cannot express how much I've enjoyed this chat. And I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview. Where I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. What advice would you give to students who are discovering their sports career passion? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. Um, I think <laughs> I think from my experience, um, don't listen. If, if you have something you want to do, just, you know, just, just go for it and do it. And don't listen to anyone if they're saying, oh, you know, it's, it's not realistic, you know, what are you doing? You know, don't, don't listen to them because the more unrealistic your aims are, the better it is. That is absolutely top draw, Ben. How can people interact with you? Uh, yeah, so my main platform I use is Instagram. Um, it's at BN Freestyle. Um, and also I have my website if you want to check like more of what my recent work and stuff like that. It's bnfreestylefootball.com. That is great. To all the listeners listening in, all those links will be on my website relating to this blog post. Ben, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you today. Thank you very much. Likewise. Thank you for having me. Wow. What a really interesting podcast chat with Ben. To be really honest, I could never imagined having this conversation with regards to speaking to a professional freestyle footballer on this show because it just indicates how the sports industry is growing. But the biggest learning lesson I've taken from this interview and learning from Ben is having role models is key with regards to providing you that internal inspiration of really starting something new. And when he said that he found that YouTube video which inspired him to be a professional footballer with regards to freestyle, it made him do it it really gave him that intrinsic motivation to make it as a reality and I just wish him all the best with regards to the work he's doing and making his passion into a real career opportunity and this is something I hope you learn as a listener that your options in work in the sports industry in different areas of the football industry as well are really opening up to this huge industry. It's just where you fit in and where does your passion really relate to you as an individual. And with regards to Ben, of what he said at the end, that really don't take on board the naysayers. If people don't believe in you, you're more likely you're going to prove them wrong and make it a reality. So look, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast chat as much as I have. Really apply what Ben said and really apply it to your sports career ambitions today. Good luck and take action. Now, as always, at the end of each interview, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Ben said, if you have something you want to do, just go for it and do it. And don't listen to anybody who says you can't, because the more unrealistic you are with your aims, the better it is. <laughs>